Hey there, Mouse Lifers, and welcome into episode 78 of the Mouse Life Podcast. I'm Kathy, and if you've been considering a Disney Vacation Club membership, this episode is for you. From the resorts to how points work to where in the world you can go with your membership, we're unpacking our DVC bag with a little help from our own Jen Kay and a very special guest. As always, if you want to follow along, be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at MouseLifePod, like us on Facebook and SoundCloud, and do leave a review on iTunes, won't you? Before we begin, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Vacation with the Magic by Shelby, specializing in Disney destinations, including Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Let me plan your perfect Disney vacation so you can make magical memories with your family. Come discover all the magic that awaits you at a Disney destination. Email Vacation with the Magic by Shelby at shelby.frick at vacationwiththemagic.com today. That's S-H-E-L-B-Y dot F-R-I-C-K at vacationwiththemagic.com. Now let's meet your Mouse Life crew. Joining me this week are Sam. Hello. Jeff. Hello. Jen Kay. Howdy, folks. Now, John is off celebrating the official last year of his 20s. We wish him the happiest of birthdays, and we'll see him again next week. Jen S., we believe, is joining us in progress. And we are very excited to welcome our special guest, Kate Melody. Kate was my classmate and the DVC mom on the 2015 Disney Parks Moms panel. Everybody say hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Kate, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am a registered nurse. I'm a labor and delivery nurse for 16 years. I'm a married mother of four, and I live in Granger, Indiana, which people may not be too familiar with, but if you've ever heard of the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, that is just down the street from us. Uh, lifelong Disney fan, been going since I was a kid in 1978. I was 18 months old for my first trip, and we just got back from our last trip two weeks ago. And you are are going to be our DVC extraordinaire, along with Miss Jen Kay, both of you DVC members. So we're going to mm-hmm. talk that up in a little bit. So first thing, we're going to go through the news. And Kate, feel free to chime in on any of the news stories that we talk about. So Miss Shelby is a little under the weather this evening. So Sam is going to step into the Mouse Life newsroom to catch us all up on the goings-on in the world of Disney. Miss Sam. Hello. Beginning on May 21st, guests will be able to report any items lost at Walt Disney World on their smartphone by visiting DisneyWorld.com backslash lost and found. Cast members will be able to search the online reports to match the lost items with their owner. This new feature will be for the parks. If guests lose something at the resorts, they should visit the front desk. This is awesome. Yeah. That does I have lost awesome. so many things, especially on rides. <laughs> uh, yep, I think this is fantastic. <laughs> like, so well, and I mean, I lost love going to Lost and Found. Don't get me wrong; it was a special was like, place in my heart. Can you but... <laughs> like root through Lost and Found? I've never actually had to do Lost and Found before. You like You're kidding root through me, the, like a box of wow? No, I yeah. I guess if I lose, if I have lost something, it's been like something not important. Like, it's you know. a goodbye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I never lose, see that again. I lose sunglasses. I lose sunglasses all the sunglasses. time. I have to buy like the cheap ten dollars sunglasses because I, if I try to buy expensive sunglasses, they'll be gone. I have the most expensive sunglasses. Me too. And those are completely lost to me. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, you did. Found. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I think that's because they are prescription. Because somebody tried them on, they're like, nope. These are cool, but I can't oh. use them. <laughs> so I got to get them back. So, yeah. I was... lost, uh, for some reason, I thought it was an okay idea to wear a hat and sunglasses, like, on my head on Space Mountain. Well, I know that he told me to take my hat off. I have no idea. You know, when the cast member comes and checks your harness, you think she'd be like, hey, take your hat off. But she didn't. So when we were going up, like, for the first thing, like, we hit a bump. And I, lo- I was like, oh, my gosh, I lost my sunglasses. Then we hit the next bump. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just lost my hat. Like, it was the very first ride that we rode when we got on that trip. And we had just gotten. Oh, and your hat was gone. Yeah, both hat and sunglasses. So 50 bucks down the drain right there replacing those. But So you go. um, So this is 
Disneyworld.com. Right. So this not is the be, app. Okay. Not the app yet. Yeah. I'm sure okay. that's coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. neat. There's a good use for something, unlike the mm-hmm. <laughs> opening of the door. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my daughter lost her purse, too. Like, she oh. had gotten, um, as a gift from my parents, she had gotten one of those cute little Dooney, uh, not the Dooney, um, the Vera Bradley, like the hot pink one. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, the tiny yeah. one. Yeah. And she, like, had, like, a little money in it. She had lip gloss, you know, a little girl Aww. kind of stuff. And yeah. left it on a ride. Nope, nope. Um, left it on the monorail. Okay, I was corrected. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, left it on the monorail, and we went to Lost and Found later that day and made the claim in. And then they had it um, two days later. We went back and paid Oh, very nice. Yeah. So somebody turned it in. Right. And, so that was awesome. a great thing. Yep. So this, they were yeah, how things to do all the way back to Indiana if they find it after you've left. Because we've had yeah. two things that have been mailed back to us with a nice mm-hmm. little note. Aww. One cell phone and Ronnie the raccoon was lost somewhere between Japan and the United Kingdom. But he made his way back. <laughs> I and tell you he made his way did back to Indiana. I was oh, going to say, did he go no. on an adventure? Oh, no. So fun when they no. do that. But, but uh, we were happy to get him back. I felt bad for the cast member at Lost and Found because when I had a little five-year-old girl looking over that counter at that cast member, and he had to go back in there and look for Ronnie the raccoon. And the first time, he did not have Ronnie the raccoon. And I thought, this poor gentleman is looking at us telling us he does not have our raccoon. But when we called back two days later, same cast member answered, and he was very pleased to tell us that he had found Ronnie. (laughs) So sorry. So now you don't have to go to Lost and Found to place a claim that you've lost an item. Is that how it works? Right. Correct. Yes. And then Which will they like, email you if they find it or something? Is that is that a? I would assume so. Yeah. Maybe they there's you. like a like a form like when you, yeah you fill I'm out. I'm sure the you form. get a claim like a claim number. I'm sure that you can, and then you can call back in and check. That's how it was. Okay. Um, Initially, you know, in the, in the old paper form, you got to claim the same form. I wonder, you know, what would be cool would be if there's a, like a way to upload a photo. If you had, like if Ronnie, if Ra- had Ronnie one. the raccoon. Yeah. yeah. If you have a photo cool. of Ronnie the raccoon. Yeah. That would be, you know, you could upload fun. that. Yes. Because apparently the first time we went, the, the cast member, the poor cast member that was looking at me had a disagreement with another cast member in the back. They found another stuffed animal and they were debating if it was a raccoon or a husky. No, raccoons and huskies. huskies. I mix them up yeah. all the time. Right. All right, next up. Okay, this is a little bit of a tongue twister here in a second. Beginning on May 13th, Roadster Racer Goofy will replace mm-hmm. Handy Manny at the Disney Junior Play and Dine Character Breakfast at Hollywood and Vine in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, Mickey and the Roadster Racers is the new uh, oh, Disney the Junior show. Yeah. Well, Handy Manny's not even on anymore. No. Right? Yeah. He's been no. gone a while. He has been yeah. gone a while. He's too busy on NCIS. Because uh, it's, well, what? It's they, Doc, Sophia. It's Sophia, yeah. And, um, and Jake. Right. And then it had been Handy Manny. I mean, before that, it was uh, the little Einstein's characters and, and special agents. Before Oso. that was there in the... Oh yeah. Oh, that's been a while ago. Yeah. Oh, I was. That's that's my generation (laughs) of Disney Junior playing Dine was when they had Bear in the Big Blue House and there's another one that they had. She's not. And Kate, she's not kidding. That really is her generation. She was a child watching Bear in the Big Blue House. (laughs) Yeah. I'm. I'm only 26, so (laughs) I'm the. I'm the baby of the entire group. John's. John's not much older than me, but yeah, I'm the baby. He likes Um, to think he is. So, so yeah, they're replacing. So this is interesting because, because the play and dine is the breakfast and then they have at lunch and dinner is, is mini seasonal dine. Right. Sort of the, the fab five. Which is characters. what we do. Yeah. That's one of our, that's our favorite making a mini meal, but we're not going to Hollywood studios when we, on our trip. We can, uh, well, yeah, just, just about a week. You're not going to the studios at all? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. No, okay. we're doing three days, and so there's just not much to do. And yeah, with the no, kids being little so kids. little, yeah. they're not going to do Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster. So I just figured since we don't have park hoppers, it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. So uh, new babies were born in Animal Kingdom. Two babies made their debut on April. 
April 26th and May 1st, respectively. Laylee gave birth to, er, Laylee gave birth on April 26th and Zuri gave birth on May 1st. She does, they're, I think they were zebras. They're she zebras, yeah, she does. They're zebras. They're zebras, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know, cute. they're cute little boogers. I don't know if we'll see them, but hopefully they'll be out by maybe, I don't know how much, how long they stayed behind I don't know. closed doors after I don't that, know. but. Yeah. I know. Jeff, you'll be excited about this one because you did this last year. The Disney's After Hours event in the Magic Kingdom will be coming back beginning on June 28th. The event is a separate ticket event for a limited number of guests. More than 25 attractions will be open as well as treats such as popcorn, ice cream bars, and beverages. The event will take place from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. on select nights. Otherwise, it's 9 p.m. to midnight. Tickets can be purchased online or by calling 407 407- Eight two seven seven one eight five. The price of the tickets are one hundred and nineteen dollars plus tax in advance, or one hundred and twenty-four dollars plus tax the day of event. So, so the event actually starts at ten, but well, there's so you can start getting in at seven. Is that right? Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yep. Just like the parties. Mm-hmm. Just like the, the Halloween and Christmas parties. The parties will let you in at four. Get at four. four. Yeah. Right. But start at seven. Like right. a few hours. Yeah. It's three hours ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only certain nights that it's 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Some of the different dates, like the weekday dates, I think, and then the date in September are both nine to midnight. Really? Because I think Magic Kingdom closes earlier those days. Okay. And so. Yeah. Okay. It starts at when Magic Kingdom closes and goes right. until. It's a three-hour event. It's a three-hour event no matter when it starts and finishes. Yeah. Right. And it was – it is more than a whole-day park ticket. I mean, yeah. it's a lot of money. Yeah, but $119. It is – it was a lot of fun when we did it. It was – and but if if you're going to be in the park all day anyway, it's not it, – I don't know. It's probably not – I wouldn't do it. So this but would be for your, par- your Magic Kingdom day or – It was – yeah, we were just there for the weekend, and so we got to ride everything we wanted to do in Magic Kingdom in three hours. So it was ideal. It was, right. So we I wouldn't it, have been there have- otherwise. Right. To me, it makes sense for something like that where you're down for a limited time and you want to get that time in or, you know, in September when you've got that later or excuse me, earlier closing time to be able to extend your hours. But if you're there in the summertime, it's open pretty late anyway. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think it just depends on when you're when you're traveling. There are a lot of Saturdays. I noticed in this, in this, yeah, because they were doing them all on like Tuesdays and Thursdays yeah, or right. whatever. Very few of them were weekends. And, we had, yeah. the one we went was on a Friday, Friday, I think. Thursday, Friday, And Friday. it was one of the few, they only had, I think, four or five different weekends. A lot of them were and on Tuesdays. a lot Tuesdays. of them were on Thursdays. Yeah. 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 And so this batch that they've just released, there are a lot of Saturdays. So I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by that, you know. Especially, I guess most of the, this is a summer. You said there were a couple in September, I guess, but. Yeah, the September, a lot of sense, but the summer, summer I, that's kind of disturbing to me. I mean, cause <laughs> usually, well, usually in the summer, you know, you think Magic Kingdom's open till at least 11, generally midnight, yeah. and sometimes you could get extra magic hours where it was open, you know, if you're staying on property till 2 a.m. Good point. So, and that was just part of your regular. Especially on a Saturday. On a Saturday, right, on a yeah, Saturday. I'll always do it then later. So uh, it's surprising to me, or upsetting to me, that now <laughs> you know if you want to stay, that, do that extra then time, you have to pay. pay. You have to again. Pay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that. Well, I was interested because in the summer we're blocked out, so I thought, hmm, that's a good way for us to go oh, in the summer. And if okay. it, you know, they so have Saturday benefit to you. Dates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bully to you, you local person, you. That's right. <laughs> Man, <laughs> if we want to spend 119 dollars each, so I don't know. No, we'll look into it. Who knows? Maybe we'll surprise you guys. All right. Yeah, it's, so if, if you I, get to go a bunch, it, yeah. it was fun because we got to. Go, it, I, for you guys, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know. It would probably be a done every, for yeah. 360 bucks for the three of you. To, right. Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't make much sense. Yeah. But I mean, I mean it, is, it is. It is kind of cool. And, and, but, you but know, they tend to the, spell out now too, so they're not yeah. as empty. Yeah. Okay. I know this 
first couples, like they were given for DVC members, in fact, right? Weren't they giving tickets? Yeah, they, they did. Giving tickets for that? Yeah. yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. We were there. It was the Star Wars half marathon weekend, like two years ago. And, but we, because we were doing the races, there was just no way we could take advantage. Yeah. Um, like there is no way I could be there. Yeah. Cause you're get up getting up morning. at two in the morning. Yeah. It was <laughs> three in so the morning. tempting though. Let me tell you. Yeah. I <laughs> they bet. knew we were on, on property. And so they sent anybody, any DVC member who was staying on property an invitation. Um, it was like we, like the day before. So you didn't have a lot of notice, but it was a good way to get people to try it out. Um, sure. Did you have to be the, staying with your membership or was it possible? Like, could you be staying on just a regular cash I, reservation? You know, I don't know the answer to that. I'm thinking they probably sent it just to people who were staying on points because points. that would be a pretty easy. My husband is a computer nerd, so I kind of. Right. <laughs> pretty my other point, I'm kind of thinking if you're pinging a database, it's going to be a lot right. easier and faster to ping the database of all members staying on property staying on, on points. points today. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, that's a very good segue into our topic, isn't it? (laughs) Sure. We are going to talk Disney Vacation Club. So we had a lot of questions about it. So we thought we would do a special show asking our experts their questions. So we're lucky to have two, count them, two DVC members and experts here with us this week. And Jen Kay and Kate, they've both been part of the Disney Vacation Club for some time. So let's just go ahead and get this party started so i guess um the best thing for us to do is just sort of we'll throw some questions out and then you guys can sort of bounce off each other um but we might as well start with if there's anybody out there who doesn't know what disney vacation club which we will also call dvc what exactly it is so you guys want to somebody want to take that one and what is this dvc thing we're talking about Go ahead, Kate. Okay. So (laughs) what is Disney Vacation Club? Disney Vacation Club is Disney's, what they call a vacation ownership program. Um, They they hesitate. They really don't like to use the word timeshare. But if you have a little bit of a concept of what a timeshare is, basically Disney Vacation Club is Disney's answer to the timeshare. And what it is is it allows uh, you to purchase a a real estate interest, which is fancy words for saying the ability to uh, book a room uh, (laughs) at Walt Disney World or Disneyland or some of their other various sites um, by uh, basically you purchase a membership that allows you every year uh, to vacation um, either at Walt Disney World or or, or hundreds of other places around the world. Um, There's an initial purchase. And then each year you pay fees, which cover um, maintenance, taxes, and, and things like that. Disney Vacation Club, unlike some other um, programs, does actually have a set timeline that you own it for. So when you purchase, there is an actual, it's a lease that does expire at some point. And right. that is is different. Um, we happen to own two contracts. Uh, one of my contracts will expire when I'm 81 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and will expire when I'm, I think, 67 years old. And you'll still be using it. Yeah, I know 67 you. <laughs> I'm still thinking, ooh, I'm still kind of young. Um, I'm hoping by the time I get there that my children will have their own memberships and they can bring me along if I don't have enough points in my, in my other, uh, in my other membership. Um, but it, it, the, the beauty of Disney Vacation Club is that it is extremely flexible. So when people hear the timeshare concept, they kind of cringe and they have this idea that you're locked into staying in the same place in the same room every year at the exact same time. And Disney kind of pioneered this concept of a, a flexible vacation ownership program, and they pioneered the use of what are called points. So instead of saying, okay, I stay the first week of January every week, every year, um, you know, in Aruba, um, Disney says you can use your points, um, kind of almost, I, I, I kind of compare it almost to like a cash and that you use your points to, to purchase almost your room for your vacation. So bigger rooms cost more points, smaller rooms mm-hmm. are less points, busier times of the year. Obviously spring break will be more points. Christmas, um, you know, t- quieter times like early February will be less points. So you can vacation 
whatever time of year you want, whatever size room you want, as long as you have enough points to cover it. So um, how do you and different amass resorts the are points? Different. Well, like, you purchase them. You, okay. So you so the so when different you, yeah. resorts are different points. Correct. So um, you know, right now the Polynesian and Grand Floridian and um, the new like this. Uh, Grand Californian in Copper Creek, so at Disney World, and then Californian in Disneyland are the highest um, for sale points. So those. So, so every year you say I'm going to buy X amount of not points every year. this year. No, okay. no, not every year. So um, yeah, I, I'm going to. I like just Kate have no said, idea how this yeah. works. So. <laughs> right. So you purchase an initial contract, and then at other times, you know, you might get a message or a call from somebody who works at a Disney Vacation Club saying, there's more points available for sale. Would you like to make an additional purchase? Or you can just initiate that on your own. But your initial contract, there's a specified, depending on the resort, there's a specified minimum initial purchase. So if you want to purchase, say, at um, the Polynesian, I don't know exactly what it is, but my guess is it's probably about 150 points maybe right now. You know, they have keep changing it. I, they do change it. Every year that changes. And, and depending on availability, those point um, minimums also change. And sometimes they sell them in different increments. So it's really just kind of being um, aware of, you know, where they're currently selling. So, and so then you, you just send that, out information on that. Just as a for instance, you buy into Polynesian at, and it's 150 point minimum and that's what you buy. Then you have mm-hmm. 150 points to spend each year. Correct. Okay. And you can and, spend those and you anywhere. Can spend, you know, at the Polynesian, that's your considered your home resort, and there you have um, a larger booking window, so you can book 11 months in advance. If you are, you can use those points at any other resort, but there the window is only seven months in advance. Perfect. Right. Gotcha. So, right. If you if you go anywhere other than your home resort, then your booking window is is smaller. Right. Yeah. It, and it people book far enough out that that's an advantage for you to be booking at your home resort. Yes, I think so. Especially if the home resort is you know where you know where you feel the action is at. I think a lot of people buy their home resort because it's uh, you know what interests them or have, they have you know it's great location for their vacation needs or they really like the type of resort um but i find that if you like saratoga springs always seems to have points available you know spots available so if you want to make a change to stay there i think at that seven month window or even shorter you can usually find someplace there because it's a really big resort (laughs) is it possible that some people own at a place like like saratoga springs or old key west just to sort of have the foot in the door Mm -hmm. absolutely you know and then you know that's my home resort but i really want to stay at the polynesian (laughs) right so i'm going to try to book there but then Mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't have that 11 month window you may not get it Correct. You might not. So you run that risk, but if not, you've always got another great place to stay. Or even, <laughs> right. you just may not be able to get it the days. You're, Correct. Your, your options for what week you can get it may be limited. You have to be more flexible yes. with your travel time. Yeah. You, it, Disney Vacation Club works, first of all, it works really well if you are an advanced planner. And if you are a little bit more open-minded to where you want to stay. So if you have your heart set on a particular resort, then that is really the one that would be that you should own at. Um, If you just have to stay at Bay Lake Tower because you want to be walking distance to Magic Kingdom, then you should become a member at Bay Lake Tower. Mm -hmm. If, If you like to wait till the last minute um, for people who are booking stays at three or four months out and expect to get whatever resort they want, that can sometimes be a disappointment <laughs> um, because it, it does book up. And, you know, what we usually do is as soon as I know we want a trip and we book something, at least book our home resort mm-hmm. and that I know I've got something for the time that we want to go. And then when the seven-month mark comes – most of the time, I have been very successful at getting an alternative resort. And maybe not my first choice, but if not my, definitely my second choice. Um, but to be honest, you know, and there's the always case the wait list. Booking without right. DVC. If you try and book three months out, you're limited what room you can get 
Absolutely. Just yeah. I mean, under yeah. any circumstances. Anywhere. But some people don't always necessarily, you know, understand that or they, you yeah. know, they'll still be That's more a Disney um, thing than a DVC thing, I think. <laughs> True. True. Right. And so it's just maybe, a person thing. <laughs> right. Maybe you, you're under the assumption of if you buy into, into DVC that you're going to get whatever you want whenever you want and you still need to sort of think in advance a little bit and plan in advance. It doesn't, it isn't just, you know, well, I'm DVC now, so I can, you know, Correct. I can just it, it works get it best whenever I want. when you when you plan in advance. Um, right. For example, like last anything. summer we used our membership and we went to Hawaii and stayed at Disney's Aulani Resort and Spa, which was amazing. I was say that must have been awesome. Was <laughs> that your is, first time there? That was um, not my first time to Hawaii, but it was our first time at Aulani. At Aulani, and. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was trying to be a little bit flexible. Of course, when you're talking about airlines and things, it can be difficult, you know, when to book. And the very first morning that I called, right when those phone lines opened, or I, actually, I believe I tried to do it online to get a two-bedroom villa at Olani, nothing. Wow. So waitlisted. Next morning, nothing. <laughs> so oh third morning, I kept calling. Third morning, I was able to get one, and I was able to get eight continuous nights. Um so that worked out okay initially. Sure, it would have been great to to check in on our day of choice, but we ended up using those two days and going to the Big Island and going to uh, the Volcanoes National Park, which is apparently closed right now. The hotel. We yeah. Yeah. It's full but, volcano um, right now. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Volcanoes <laughs> National Park is really volcano. Yeah, it's volcanic right now. Um, So, you know, it it did take a little bit of flexibility, but I still was able to get the room that I wanted with an ocean view. You know, it was just two days later than I initially had thought. So uh, having a little bit of an open mind and being flexible, you will enjoy your membership quite a bit more. So, um, so then if you, how, what's like a good deal on points? You know, how do you know? (laughs) That's a big question, right? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I think if the good deal is, do you have, I think the first thing you have to decide is, do you have the ability to pay for it up front, right? Do you have the cash on hand? Do you have the savings to do that? Or at least most of it. Right. Because otherwise, if you have to finance that, then it, it, I don't know that it becomes as good of a deal right especially <laughs> right. With disney financing I mean, disney will do financing their interest rates even if you have outstanding credit their interest rates are, are pretty high um, mm-hmm. i don't know what they are now but they usually range in the 10 to 15 percent that is high. um it's that's very high. guacamole <laughs> yes you yeah. know there, i have heard people who get their own financing from our credit union or something and they can get less financing than vacation points doesn't seem like a wise credit decision i was just gonna say that there's probably somebody out there with a with a a financial background dying right now yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so i think your advice yeah i think your advice of you know being able to pay for it up front is is probably sound when we purchased we paid we had enough cash for two-thirds of it so we paid two-thirds up front and we financed the other third and i, I was I comfortable think, with that because it was a portion but i absolutely would not finance the entire purchase right right so but but for your but for your initial buy-in i think that's a little i mean because that's a that's a large amount big chunk of change it's yeah a huge change. but financing points to add on don't do that people <laughs> <laughs> or so don't do that is a point a point no matter what your home resort um yes yeah um, i mean with, with that booking window so yeah, for well, example I mean, the booking window taken into account but you don't need more sarasota points to book polynesian than you need contemporary points to book the Polynesian. um uh, not no. necessarily right no. it depends but there's a whole um the value, the number of points needed for each room is different. So right. a point is a point is a point. My When the seven-month mark opens and a room, all the rooms are available, my Animal Kingdom villa points is the same as a Grand Floridian villa point. However, let's say you want to book a one-bedroom um, and the value may, it may cost you 30 points. For a one-bedroom at Animal Kingdom on a Saturday night in July, and it may cost you 55 points for a one-bedroom at Grand Floridian on a oh, Saturday that makes, 
That makes July, sense. The exact same night. But so, a right. point so if your like home resort at Grand Floridian isn't worth more than a point if your home resort is Animal Kingdom. But different resorts not, cost not a different booking. number of points. Not for booking. Yeah. Not for not booking. For if booking, you go to but they do, purchase it or resell it, it right. absolutely they do, is worth it is. different. Oh, they are you charge serious? different. Oh. Yep. So. Yep. yep. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. <clears throat> and the, and the price can be a huge difference. Um, can you still right? buy, Especially if you're talking direct from Disney. Can you buy points at any of the resorts from Disney now, or are they only selling certain ones? I mean, did they sell out at some point? They do sell they do. out, but they also have right of first refusal. So if you go to sell that, they um, they can buy it back in their inventory first. So they may have inventory in resorts that have yes, sold out correct. previously. And they have waiting lists. Okay. Yep. For sold out. So there are the resorts that are the current resorts that are currently selling. So right now, I believe that is um, only Aulani and Copper Creek are the only two current resorts. And if you go to see a Disney Vacation Club guide in person, those are obviously the two that they will be pushing because those are the two new ones with fresh points that they're selling. Okay. They, if you are, if you ask and you are insistent that you are really interested in one of the sold out, because they're considered sold Say out resorts. Polynesian, for instance. Once they, right. Once they've right. sold their initial allotment. Right. Then it's considered a sold out resort. But if you are just, you've just got to have the Polynesian, you can ask them about it. They will sometimes have points available or they will have a waiting list available. Um, the okay. current price to buy Polynesian villas and bungalows is just, you know, I don't know if you saw, but they raised a lot of the prices this year. In January, um, I didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> Both the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, and I want to say Grand Californian, I think, yep, Grand California. are all over $200 a point right. now, so, um, which is so a if lot. You take, you know, it's more than double what I paid nine years ago. Right, right. So if you take, you know, two $200 a point times 100 points, I mean, you can do yeah, the math. We're looking into 20000 right. to buy in. Right. And a hundred points. No, so this is for points. Studio. Right. That's, that's, that's right. for that's your points. Initial, that's not. That's, that's your, no. due that's every year. Purchase correct? price. Correct. And that's the due every year. No, that's just the purchase price. No, 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 no. That's so just that's your, your initial price. That's your initial buy-in. That's your buy initial purchase though. price. Right. So that's 20000 on your initial buy-in, and then you pay your annual maintenance fee. Right. So, oh, so those points renew every year. You don't have to purchase new points every year. They renew every year. No. Correct. No, no. Yeah, okay. they kind of just you're entitled to okay. Are you buy the ones right. and, you, and, you, and that's what points. you have? Okay. All right. But then yep, you yes. pay what? A maintenance fee? A... Mm -hmm. Is that per yep. point? Yep. The My, more points, the higher it's your a fee? Per point. It's per point. It's in the 5 to $7 range per point, depending okay. upon the resort. And each resort is different. Right. Right. And that's, so that's the annual so, fee. After you bought in, that's what you owe annually. That's so if you, if you buy... I'm doing the math. I pulled up my calculator. So if it's... Five dollars, just say five dollars a, a point for maintenance fee, and you have to buy 150 points to start out. Then you're looking at a minimum of 750 dollars of maintenance a year. A year. Correct. 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 So I guess at what point, like for us, my family usually stays at value, sometimes moderates, depending on our need. Like at what point does buying into DVC make a better value because like to me there's a good this question is, yeah. this is all great but i can spend i can put spend less than 70 750 dollars and go on our five-day vacation like we do every year and not have right. to put 20 grand into right. it like it there are some perks you do get some yeah. perks, as, perks. A, as a member it really depends on the family um right. and how you vacation and what you know, and how you like to stay and your family size. There's a lot of factors. For how often for us, you yeah, come. how often you go. For us, when we became we became members in 2009, and at the time I had three boys, so we were kind of all there. There was no art of animation, <laughs> so we were kind of already out of the value resort and even most of the moderates Moderate. to be able to stay. Correct. So because of the time, size could, of the rooms. Yeah, just yeah. the size of the room. Yeah. And my kids were little. Five. But, right. But I was also thinking, you know, at some point I'm going to have three teenage boys. And mm -hmm. I really don't want to be climbing over one another in the one yeah. little bathroom at a moderate. Yeah. Or I have to go outside because they're all going to change. So, you know, those factors can kind of play into your decision making as well. Um, if you are a value 
do a resort person and you always stay at a value and you are, that is perfectly happy. You're happy with that. DVC is probably not, probably not. gonna, Correct. a good choice for you. I guess moderates I would, depends. Right. Yeah. I guess I would have to go and like buy points. Like I'm part of a couple of Facebook groups where members are trying to sell points that they're not going to use. Yes. Um, so you're talking yeah. basically about renting, Rental. renting, renting points. Right, renting. Yes. Okay. So a couple, like a week or so ago, I got a wild hair because, you know, Kate, you don't know this about me, but they, everyone else does that. I just kind of get these random ideas <laughs> and I looked into possibly like renting points to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge in a studio because it's me and my best friend and it might be yeah. three or five and three. Great like, idea. So we leave, yeah, <laughs> so we leave a week from Monday and it was only going to be about $80 more um, than what we were paying to go to pop, but when I read yeah. the reviews, everyone was like, the rooms are so small. The studio rooms are so small. And I was like, well, I can't be any smaller than a value resort room is now. Um, but I guess I'd have to stay in a DVC to be like, okay, is this worth it for me? Because I, right. without even touring it, wouldn't be enough. Like, I, at some point, I'm going to have to rent points and be like, okay, let's see what rent all the fuss points. is about. See if this is worth it. And then go from there. Like, yeah. I don't know. If, if I told Kim I was going to spend 20 grand and buying into Disney Vacation Club, he'd look at me like I had eight heads. He'd be like, right. we need to right. talk about your life choices. Well, at this but. stage of your life, too, Sam, right. I mean, right. you know, you're just starting sense. out. Yeah. Right. And we have a similar situation with our family as Kate. We have three children. so And we generally, when we go to Walt Disney World, we generally travel with my parents. So it was trying to getting two rooms, you know, so we'd have... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it, our situation. And, yeah. And we added a child since we purchased. Um, and my parents do come with us. So you, you really have to run the numbers for your family. When, when mm-hmm. we were deciding, my husband, I mentioned he's into computers. He's a numbers guy. And, um, you know, this was 2009. So numbers will obviously run different now, but he looked, he actually made an Excel spreadsheet. And he looked at if we stayed at a moderate for a week, you know, every week for the next, you know, however many years, right. given the, the current rate of inflation, like how, how did <laughs> oh, it wow. And then he looked at the cost of DVC and then he, he looked at the, the yearly fees at that rate of inflation. He's like the past seven years in the end, DVC for us definitely came out on top and that was versus a moderate and a value. It didn't work. A value would be a better deal. Right. Um, if you need two moderate rooms and you can instead get a two bedroom absolutely thing, that's where it's the benefit is. I right. can see that. I can so, definitely right. see and there's that. and there are yeah. definitely some other perks. You know, the um there's Discount a washer and dryer. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you don't have to package much. You know, you, yeah. I mean just full kitchen. Full kitchen. Eat, right. We can cook eat, rooms, meals right. in our rooms. Yep. So yeah. there's definitely you do get uh, discounts on um, annual passes, and you're this year's gonna... annual pass deal was a sweet deal. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you buy those passes? We did. Yep. Yeah, we did too. They offered. Is it the? Is it the normally called the platinum pass, or is it the? Mm-hmm. I, they keep changing uh, the names. Premium yeah. pass. Premium. But it include premium pass. Include the one that includes all the water parks and you know. I think that's platinum plus. Platinum Plus. I, I want to yeah. say it's normally in the seven last year before the price increase, like in the seven hundred and fifty dollar range. Yeah, that sounds good. Right. Um, and they offered it to DDC members last year for the same price as the Gold Pass, which is <gasps> five fifty. Right. I have a Gold Pass. Yeah, Florida Resident Gold Pass. So you can because DVC members and Florida residents can get that gold pass. Like, you know, you yeah, can't right. get, you can't even get the, the gold pass unless you have DVC or Florida resident. And we, we also have the, the seasonal been pass. But. Happy with it, even with the black yeah. date. So we yeah. were going to do that again. And then well, when the they gold, offered this special the, deal. The, right. But the other the, one has no blackout dates. Well, the blackout park. dates and the water parks, the blackout right. dates for the gold pass, just, you know, throw this out there. The blackout dates for the gold pass are only Easter and Christmas. Right. So you've got all summer on the gold right. pass. Yeah. So it, it's really, I mean, the block updates are times that you really don't want to be there. Anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So well, I mean, you and still it's have smart all marketing because now that we have that pass with the water you don't want to pass, give it up water park. <laughs> well, that's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I have to do that regularly. Uh, You'll renew it. Right. We yeah. ended but up planning. Right. 
we planned a summer trip for 4th of July week for the sole purpose that we have never been to the water parks. Because oh, um, yeah. I've always had a little person. I've never wanted to have to, you know, deal with spending the whole day with a little person and not enjoying myself at the water park is what I thought was yeah. going to happen. So now that now the youngest she's is sick yeah. and now that the pass came with the water parks, we, I, we, booked, we wouldn't have booked that trip if we didn't have those passes. So in the end, they're probably making a lot more money off of me because we're going to now book <laughs> dining and, you know, yeah. T-shirts. and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times part. people who are our members do tend to go more often. Oh, I mean, yes. it's a sickness you know, now. We go, yeah. like, it's this year is almost embarrassing. <laughs> the number of times that we are going from Indiana, I think in 13 months, we're going one, two, four times in 13 months this year. See, and so then that's Impressive. where that annual pass, <laughs> and that's where that annual pass is a benefit to you. Right. Having the Absolutely. discount, having the discount factors in. Because you're going so many times, you know, you're not buying, you know, seven day tickets or whatever. Right. You're it buying an annual pass. It definitely oh, makes it right. more affordable. And they also so, do offer discounts on other, you know, hard ticket events. There's a, a DVC um, price right. generally for the Christmas yeah. party, oh, Halloween party. Right. And you guys, yeah. and you guys Tours. still get free parking. We right. do. In your resorts, yes. <laughs> free parking, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, in your resorts, also, yep. You also have an opportunity to spend more money because you get their special DVC pins and T-shirts and uh, yeah. all, all the gear. DVC right. swag. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and there are a few little restaurant discounts here and there, although usually the annual pass restaurant discounts, I it's feel like a little bit better. I, I, um, I agree, but, yeah. You know, I usually just ask, do you offer any discounts? Because, right. you know, you name it, I got it. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you know. Same here. Pass. DVC, pizza, right. Triple <laughs> Right. Um, so just real quick, let's hit on one thing Kate and I actually talked about earlier. The new uh, property, the new DVC property going up at Caribbean Beach Resort called Riviera. Riviera. The Riviera. Riviera. So, um, what do we know about that? When when do they typically start selling new properties like that? A lot later than you would think. <laughs> I mean, usually the resort is already, you know, looking pretty good from the outside mm-hmm. before they start selling points. I want to stay on average about six months before actual opening date. And I would think a lot of that? that, yeah, I think that's correct. But I think a lot of that is actually driven by Florida law. Yes, because they are agreed. selling a real estate interest that there actually has mm-hmm. to be real estate there for them to <laughs> to sell. So you know, the, a lot of the materials um, state that are very clear that they're selling the real estate interest. So I believe that's why that's so close to the opener. Now, this, the Riviera is a moderate DVC, right? That's how they well, kind of. It's tough to say. You know, I, they, I don't know what that's really going to mean. You know, there's right. been talk for years in the rumor mill of a moderate DVC resort or even a value right. DVC resort. Right. I, I think we're calling it a moderate because it's basically adjacent it's to the Caribbean beach. To, yeah. <laughs> a moderate but, resort, right. But my understanding is that it's going to have its – it's still going to be a freestanding um, resort. I, I don't think you're going to be checking in at Caribbean Beach in the that area. I think it will have its own – yeah, you know, own check-in, own own everything. It's just you know adjacent. Um, but yeah. you know, you never know. They they surprise you all the time. For example, when they opened the Polynesian, we were all shocked because they're only the bungalows and studios. There are no one-bedroom or two-bedroom equivalents at the Polynesian. So you know, it's Disney. They'll shock you sometimes. Um, yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know. You that. know, if it if it costs a moderate number of points, I mean, that'd be fabulous. <laughs> right. Um, but somehow I doubt it. Yeah. Especially because it will have access um, to the new Skyliner, the, the new Gondolas. Right. I mean, that's going to be a huge selling point, um, and, and they're going to they're going to market that. And I think that's going to make people want to purchase there and want to stay there, is being able to hop that gondola over to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Right. Can you imagine Star Wars Land opening? Oh, oh my yeah. Goodness. You could probably see Star Wars Land from <laughs> from the gondola. <laughs> from, yeah. from, from your from. Yeah, from, Riviera is supposed yeah, to be like, yeah. it's supposed to be pretty tall, isn't it? Isn't it right. ten yeah, or twelve stories? Yeah, a high rise. Yeah. Um, although the artist rendering doesn't look that high, terribly high. Right. Not as high as the new high rise they're building at. Um, you know, they're building a new high rise part of Coronado. That's going to um, be I don't huge. Think it's be high as that. Um, you know, the biggie is also going to have like a rooftop restaurant 
where you'll be able to see the fireworks for both Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Wow. So, That'd be cool. You know, wow. you know how awesome the, you know. There's um, no way that's moderate. There's no yeah. way. That's <laughs> yeah. I, 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 right. I think people are being wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, thinking that it's going to be a moderate cost. I don't think it'll be a moderate cost. And Riviera, what about the Riviera says moderate to you? I mean, Riviera to yeah. me is luxury and rich. Yeah. rich. That was my suspicion. So, yeah. I was thinking like you. I mean, that's really, that's like James Bond, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah exotic. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. Diamonds Are Forever stuff there. That's not, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it, I think it's just happens to be the place where they put it because of location. You know, it's next to the moderate, but it, it'll be a, it'll be a deluxe, I'm sure. I think, I think there's more chance of Caribbean Beach costing more than Riviera costing less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that could I be, agree. you know, yeah. 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 If they're going to make the two the, of them have the parody, prices. they're not going to bring Riviera down. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring Coronado Springs <laughs> up. Right. Good point. All right. those so. ones on the, on the Skyliner track are probably going to have a premium but agreed agreed but if you can buy if you get on the waiting list and get points for one of the resorts that has a lower point cost sure you can use that's a better deal almost isn't it yes it, it, yes it can't find it's just harder to um, do your buy-in cost will be less but the contracts expire sooner oh so that oh, so contract expires too- it begins when the original contract began. It yes. Okay. Yes. So, for example, my parents, oh. um, we became members in 2009, and then in 2011, I talked my parents into becoming members as well. Um, and they purchased at Old Key West, which is the original Disney Vacation Club resort. And mm-hmm. um, we'll tell your listeners, but don't tell too many people. I, I think Old Key West is a hidden gem. I think people kind of write it off because it's the original and it's older, but it's beautiful. It's quiet. The rooms, because it's the original, the number of points needed to book those rooms is the lowest for any Disney Mm -hmm. Vacation Club resort. And the room size itself is the largest. It's both away, but it has its own bar. Mm-hmm. And Olivia's, isn't, isn't Olivia's? Olivia's is a full-serve restaurant. You've yeah. You've got the suitcase bar. You've People got love it. To the boat to Disney Springs. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the downside is it's geographically far from a theme park. Yeah. But if you can stay at Old Key West for two more nights, then you can stay at another resort. You know, you gotta pick. You gotta pick and choose your battles. For me, right. I would rather be on vacation more days. Yeah, that's just <laughs> yeah, me. Something to do that. Um, okay, so you know, their contract the the doesn't last as long as yours. Yes, that because... expires in twenty forty two. Oh. Versus, say, I own it, and so now I, I also I own a contract at Boardwalk that expires in twenty forty two, but my Animal Kingdom doesn't expire until twenty fifty seven. Uh-huh. And I, I'm not sure what the new ones are. I want to say we're up to maybe like 2062. Does that sound right? If I'm around to 2062, it'll be a miracle. Yeah, I was okay. going to say. Um, I'm so pushing 100 in 2062. Yeah, I mean, 92. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually, you know, whatever year they open, it's usually approximately 50 years. Um, so if Copper Creek started selling last year, it's, you know, 50 years till that contract expires. So but you can pass it down to your children. Um, oh. But at a certain point, it will, it, the lease does expire. So it's so a lease, but when it expires, you're left question. with nothing. You're left with the nothing. Okay. You're left with many, many years of okay. happy memories. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but, you know, to be honest, there's both good and bad sides to that. I've heard some people say that that aspect of Disney Vacation Club turned them off because for a lot of other, like, vacation ownership programs, you do pass it down. Um, right. Marriott, for example, my parents will pass on a Marriott timeshare to my brother and I at some point. Um, and for some families, that's awesome because if you're going to use it, great. But for some other families who aren't going to use it, you're saddled with maintenance fees for a place right. you may that yeah. you didn't even buy that right. maybe you don't um, want. And, you know, and it, though uh, it can be difficult to unload. I live, um, time, I live really near share. Myrtle Beach, and there are attorneys who do nothing, almost nothing, but get people out people of timeshare right. agreements that wow. they inherited most of the, in most cases that they inherited. Yes. Yeah. 
Wow. Yes. Yeah. So that That's won't happen with here. Disney Vacation. It won't happen. <laughs> eventually, um, you will, um, you know, you will not own it anymore. Um, on the flip side, though, Disney Vacation Club is a little different um, than a lot of others. Just by luck, um, that whole right of first refusal concept um, has really helped the resale price of DVC to remain pretty high. Um, it's never a guarantee. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow, and one should never purchase it as an investment. That being said, I could sell both my contracts today for more than I paid for them. Yeah, and and I've had all these years of vacations. Um, so for what to me is kind of comforting because I know you know heaven forbid we ever get into a difficult financial situation or someone get ill or have to be off work for months or something. Um, you won't it, be stuck with it. I won't be stuck right. with it. I could yeah. sell it and I would get everything I got back plus a, a profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So that you know when we thought about purchasing a second contract which we did two years ago that kind of helps solidify like you know what this is this is okay we're going to do this um so that that is not common with other timeshares i don't know that <laughs> right. you could sell your hilton or your you know Wyndham or whatever no, uh, for more case. than you paid for it no, no. um so that, you know that's but another consideration back does disney more often than not buy them back they usually don't no um but they right. will. If you try to drop the price too low, they absolutely will. They absolutely will. So that that's what keeps the price high. So basically oh. how this works is, so let's say. Okay, um, I understand. So let's say, John, that I wanted to sell my contract to you, right? So um, I have it on a, a resale site, and you see it, and I'm asking. I'm just making up numbers. I'm going to say I'm asking $100 a point. Um, and you would say, okay, I want to, I'm going to buy your contract for you from a hundred dollars a point. That information is sent to Disney and Disney looks at it and they say, okay, that seems like a fair price. We'll let the two of you go through with this, um, with this contract exchange purchase. Mm-hmm. And then they have, they have passed and we can continue. Okay. If let's say you, I'm desperate to sell and you want a good deal and you say, I'll give it to you for 80, I'll buy it from you for $85 a point. And I say, okay, we send that to Disney. Disney says, um, I don't think so. That's a little on the low side. We'll buy it from you for $85. So now I still sell it, but now I've sold it to Disney. They've purchased it back from me. And now you, the but resale you still sold it for $85, but it's not I going did. on the market for $85. Right. Because they'll put it on the market for 100 And they'll resell right. it for what, they'll yeah, resell it for what they think and it the, should be. Yeah. And, that right. and the, the purchaser up. has to start over with a new con- and, and now look for a new contract. And that keeps the price up. I understand. That, that keeps sense. the price mm-hmm. up. That's smart yeah. on Disney's so, part. Makes it, it is like, very smart. It is. But it's helpful to the owners as well. Absolutely, yeah. because it helps, yeah, that helps you know, keep yeah. the value of your of your purchase. Um, and when I look at the – like usually what always makes me feel better if I ever have a doubt is, um, you know, I go and look. Let's say, you know, what, what maintenance fees did I pay this year? So basically what am I paying for my contract this year? And then I look what room I booked and what the cash value of that room is. Even when I look at the cash value of the room with the typical, you know, often they do the 30% room only discount villas, you know, that's pretty common a couple times a year. I'm still way ahead. <laughs> I mean, often it'll be my room will be with the, with the Disney 30% off discount will be $7,000, you know, to have a two right. bedroom for eight nights. And maybe my maintenance fees worth for that year are $3,500. Right. I mean, to me, that's, that's definitely a value. Wow. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> no. But, you know, but again, us, if you're looking at a two bedroom. That's what we need. Yeah. Right. We have well, that's, yeah, that's what you guys need. Yeah. And I think that that is one thing when you talk about having large families and traveling with large, large families, lots of extended family, which you guys do, then there's definitely a benefit there as opposed right. to getting two rooms or three even. Right. You know, if you travel with, you know, four kids plus your parents, you're looking at probably three rooms. Right. If you're well, we staying just in a value. Got back. We stayed at, um, you know, Animal Kingdom, Kadani Village. We had a two-bedroom. It sleeps nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had my husband and I, all four children, and my parents, and we were all able to have that room. My parents stayed in one room. The kids stayed in the, like, on the pull-out couch area, and my husband and I had the master. Um, yeah. and, and everybody's comfortable, and we're not stepping over one another, and you kind of feel like you have your 
own space. And I feel like I enjoy my vacation more with that space. I so agree. Sometimes I say it's the best money I've ever spent on a door. The door <laughs> yeah. and the children. I will I say just that. close that door. I can see that. Yeah, they. And I have a, a few friends that I've talked into actually becoming members because for them, they were already staying at deluxe resorts. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you are already staying at a deluxe resort and you're already putting $450, $500 a night down on a room and you're doing that every year, you really at least need to run the numbers on DVC because for a lot of those people, it's going to be a better deal. Right. But just from the pure cash and then you get all yeah. the, then you do get all of the benefits. All the perks. But then right. you're cheap. Then there's people that like me, they're cheap and it's not, not a good yeah. benefit. So like I said, you know, if you're going to do it, I can say that I can admit, I mean. Right. And if there's also people that they, you know, they don't plan on going to Disney every year or every other year, it, you know, maybe yeah. may not make sense. And cause that's something we haven't touched on yet was the ability to bank and borrow points against your own contract. Oh yeah. Correct. So sometimes, um, you know, depending on what, how many contracts or how many points you have, excuse me, you may not have enough points in this current year to stay for the length of time or the type of room that you want. You can borrow against your, um, contract for the following year and get you up to where you need to be. And if you you don't use them, you can bank them. All right. That was my question. So you could do it the other way too. If you don't use them all one year, they roll over to the next. Right. You have to only elect year that. Forward. Only one year, and you have to actively elect that. You can't okay. just. They won't automatically do it for you. Oh, you have to say here, bank um, these they, points. Correct. They okay. will remind you, um, but they won't automatically do it for you. But it works out, you know, well for some people. I We've mean, done that. Let's, numerous times yeah let's say that you want to take a short little um weekend trip for a food and wine festival and you're only going to use 75 points because you're just a couple and you're going to stay in a studio for four days and you still have 75 points left in your contract you know you can bank that into the following year and then the following year you'll have your 150 that you get every year plus the 75 from last year now all of a sudden hey let's bring the grandkids and get a Mm two-bedroom Wow. Um, so that, that flexibility. Let's stay in a bungalow with the Polynesians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> or heads of a wife. Watch the electrical water pageant. But that flexibility <laughs> is really, is really nice for some people. Um, we are going down for Thanksgiving, which normally I would never want to go for um, a holiday like that because it's crowded. But my son's marching band is going to be marching down Main Street on Thanksgiving. So, Yay! You know, yeah, I'm super excited. Especially <laughs> I did it when I was a kid, you know, that yeah. just that generational they did it no i did it um you know and for us it was wonderful as soon as they committed they were doing it got right on disney vacation club website um you can and i guess we didn't talk about that you know you you can call the number and have a person help you do everything or if you're like me and you have fast fingers and like to do it you can (laughs) um use the dvc member website and book your book your accommodations on your own um and for us, it was great. I just got right on and we had enough points. Um, but uh, if I didn't, it's nice to know that we could borrow them from next year. So it is, it's super, super flexible. And um, I think that's one of the, the, the biggest selling points is that you are not locked into a particular resort or a particular time or, or room or anything. So it changes. You know, and that's their little tagline, right? It's the vacation you never outgrow um, right. because it changes as you change. Um, you know, if, if you've got kids who are now going off to college and you're not bringing that many people with you, then you can get a smaller room or, and know, stay for longer, <laughs> stay for longer. <laughs> yeah. I kind of have this, my husband and I have this kind of uh, idea in the back of our heads, you know, <laughs> that maybe, uh, when the kids are older, we would have enough points to go down and like stay in the studio for like a month or six months. I know like, <laughs> that would be great. We actually met a couple that did that. That's where I got the idea. This is not my original idea. We were at the bus stop and, you know, you chat with other, other guests and there was this, um, retired couple there and they became members, um, when, uh, Disney Vacation Club was brand new back in the early nineties at Old Key West. And they told us they had enough points to stay at Walt Disney World for six weeks and they stayed oh, in no. the studio and they would, um, <laughs> 
Yeah, I think you can only book like thirty days before you actually have to like move out and move to a different room or something. Oh, I think it's okay. That, that's um, there is something. Wow, like that, yeah. but move around. Okay. They were, yeah. yeah, they would you know get groceries and have breakfast and lunch in their rooms yeah. and sandwiches and cereal and um, oh. you know a studio has a kitchenette, so you've got a mini fridge and a toaster and a coffee maker and a microwave, so you can do pretty good. That's all you and, need. Um, I could live on honey nut Cheerios at Disney for and... six weeks. Not a problem. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Hey, ramen noodles are cheap, and you can make them in the microwave. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I kind of have great. that's like my life goal, right, to live at Disney oh, that would for be six weeks, um, especially, you know, January, February would be fantastic. So, yeah, you um, live in Indiana, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Spring finally decided blessed. to show up, so I, if I blink, it'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we have covered so much ground. Yeah, that was a good I one. I think we probably have a lot more questions, but... We'll have to do part two. We probably had a good time. I was going to say, we're going to yeah. need to do part one, part two with this whole... This, this, everything this everything was good. About. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. I hope we've answered your Disney Vacation Club questions. But if you still have more, drop us a line. You can reach us on Twitter at MouseLifePod or message us on Facebook. Thanks so much for listening, and keep on living the Mouse Life. We'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life. 